Believe it or not. Oh my god. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. And we are live from Sean's house once again. We just got back from Arkansas Comic-Con. Comic-Con. What did you think? Yeah. Dude, this is definitely, hands down, my favorite experience I've had. And it's not just because we had a panel. Yeah, and the panel went well. I mean, okay. So there wasn't a lot of people there, but we didn't expect a lot of people. I was really looking forward to how I performed under, you know, that a live setting, and I, I was pleasantly surprised with myself I'm, uh, we didn't run out of things to talk about we had good time and we had we met some good people there yeah it was a good time I enjoyed it man I, I'm telling you but the people that were there we got I got to meet Chuck Huber the voice of Hie from Yu Yu Hakusho and Android 17 from Dragon Ball Z Got to shake hands with Ernie Hudson. Got to shake hands with good old Ernie Hudson. He uh, signed an autograph for my wife. So she has a print. She was fangirling a little about getting to meet old Ernie Hudson. When it comes to local hall, Ricky walked away with uh, a lot. A whole lot that he will tell about you later on in the podcast. It was just, this was a fun one, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, all the guests that were there, I mean, the caliber of guests we're getting in Arkansas is is great. I ate lunch during Jake the Snake Roberts' main panel. The, the, the food court was right in front of the main panel. He was talking about all of his favorite matches, talking about fun stuff with Macho Man Randy Savage. He told a joke one time that they were practicing a move with the Giant, Andre the Giant, and uh, he was supposed to be on the ropes and Andre the Giant was supposed to come down on him and sit on him and then he was supposed to hop right back up. Well, he said <laughs> he went down and sat on him and suspended him and they were asking, yeah, are, are, you, are you breathing okay? Are you breathing okay? And he's like, yeah, what, what's going on? And next thing you know, Andre the Giant just starts farting all over him for like 30 seconds <laughs> and said there wasn't anything you could do because you can't move when there's a giant on top of you. Somebody should have asked him, uh, there's a there's an old rumor in the uh, uh, wrestling circles that uh, Andre the Giant, whenever he, he had you down, he'd do a little uh, oil check. And uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard that more than once from uh, in Legends, so that's kind of funny. That's pretty funny, dude. Oh, but Arkansas Comic Con was, you know, the, the fact that we don't get a River City Comic Con this year, I really like the State House Convention Center setup. I like the fact that... Plenty of room. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. My wife mentioned to me, she gets hot very easily. She said, it's cold in here. I was like, yeah, that's a good thing, right? I mean, there were several thousand people there, would you say? Yeah. And it was air conditioned. Yeah, we had uh, cosplayers. Uh, The 501st was there. Oh, yeah. Uh, There were. I got to talk to them. I was surprised that there weren't... As good as we did on a comic haul this time, I'm surprised there weren't as many comics as I've seen before. There really weren't. There was a, a ton of vendors, but probably half dozen. Mm-hmm. A only. lot, a lot of craft vendors. A lot of good ones. I mm-hmm. mean, there was some really good homemade stuff there. There was a man that sold homemade swords, 
and he had a buster sword, and I bet that thing weighed, what do you think, 20-plus pounds? Oh, yeah, easily. Easily 20-plus pounds. And I was amazed because it was $90. Yeah. I, mean, 90, I mean, I know that's a lot of money, but if I had room, I would have a buster sword right Yeah, now. and of course, we're not talking like the master sword guys that are like on like the Discovery Channel or something or the, like that. Or even the YouTube channel. It was obviously channel. a cosplay channel, but they were good, sturdy-looking swords. Oh, yeah, it would have been. I mean, even the foam one. It would have been an awesome wall piece. Oh, yeah. If I had room. Ernie Reyes Jr., uh, I walked by him, and I seen him, and I was like, oh, man. I was like, Kino's getting old. And Michelle's like, you're pushing 40 yourself and i was like does that mean i'm old she's like uh yeah i was like no it doesn't i refuse to believe it oh my goodness such a good time i i i can't speak highly enough about arkansas comic-con and the experience we had all the people we met was extremely nice the panel went extremely well like you said not a ton of people but we weren't expecting a ton the ones that showed up were incredible and we are so grateful that they took time out of their their day at a con to come watch us yak for an hour you know was there anything that stuck out about the panel to you i I thought we you know we went in with this okay here here's what we're going to talk about here's what we're going to do and you would set your ipad with notes down right in front of us i think we followed the notes for maybe a minute and then that went right out the door and we went off on our tangents and occasionally looked at the notes for re-guidance, but it was great. Yeah, I mean, I mean we had uh, got to meet Sam De La Rosa. My first comic purchase was uh, from, he did an awesome uh, Venom sketch over a cover of uh, What If number 31. Yeah, you walked right in and bought that. Like, oh yeah, first yeah, thing. absolutely. Love that guy. Joe Rubenstein uh, was there. Like you said, Ernie Reyes Jr., just a bunch of guests. The Ecto-1 looked uh, amazing. Yeah. And uh, somebody had DeLorean there. And DeLorean it looked, looked really nice. great, yeah. yes. It was just, it was good time all around. Everybody there was so nice, in such a good mood. The weather was perfect. 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 Hands down perfect. Leaving out of Comic-Con stuff and all of its wonderful glory, we move on to the news we had uh, HasbroCon also happen this weekend in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. The new uh, Transformers line and a bunch of other things Hasbro uh, was announced, previewed, and show we're getting new. We're getting G1 style Dinobots, a combiner, a new amazing looking Optimus Prime G1 looking. Go to look on Facebook and search HasbroCon and, and see all the great stuff that they're putting out this weekend. I was really happy to keep up with all that coming out. Yeah, I noticed you were posting quite a bit of it on our uh, page. Yeah, I'm really si- excited to get another Dadgum so, Optimus So are there <laughs> other pieces that you're going to buy that were released? Uh, Dinobots. Uh, this is the first time they've done proper G1 Dinobots. I mean, yeah. you've had Grimlock in movie style, which makes me want to go out and fire a gun at things. But proper that. Uh, Beach G1 Beachcomber. Stuff like that. The generation side of the line. Remember, Hasbro isn't just the Transformers movies that are coming out. They they do honor the old stuff. And this year is one of the best years for that. Now, now while we're on the subject of toys, you and I discussed earlier, there is a rumor right now, or, or is it a fact, that Toys R Us is restructuring? Yeah, they did announce that they are uh, seeking to restructure... Um, 
I didn't see if it was they were if they were filing a chapter thirteen. Is it? I, I don't remember which chapter it is under uh, bankruptcy that you can do the restructuring and everything. So, but they they're not announcing they're closing, um, which you know would be a sad day uh, yeah. because that. Toys R Us was like your mecca when you were a child of our oh, yeah. age. Yeah, you saw those commercials with Jeffrey, and you know you're a Toys R Us kid, and it it, it was like going to your holy place whenever you got to go. Yeah. That it's Christmas time. We're going to Little Rock for the big trip, buy the big thing. Let's walk, bring the kids in, parade them through this toy store of wonder. Our FAO Schwartz that we had. Yeah, I mean, but. I can see them restructuring because, I mean, you walked through a Toys R Us recently. I mean, just as much as I have. There's a lot of toys that have dust on them in there. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. What happened to Hastings? I mean, there's too much diversity. There's too much. Here's a, a scattershot of everything. You know, we've got knickknacks. we got cards. we got, you know, whatever. And nobody's buying any of it. Right. I mean, you just need to keep what's moving. Right. Exactly. E- even and if your even if your supply goes down, at least you have product that is moving off the shelves. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to restock. Because I guarantee you, there's tons of there's tons of toys that are from what age group? Probably two to five that have quarter inch of dust on them because they've been sitting there forever. Because they're not toys that kids two to five play with today they're they're toys that kids two to five played with a decade ago right and it's not only that it's you know we're in the days of the internet there's no longer the big trip to little rock there's oh let me get on amazon and order my thing yeah they're not seeing the foot traffic they would in the classic days of how that store ran i mean it was an experience i mean i remember i mean like one of my early memories is walking into that Toys R Us in Little Rock mm-hmm. with mom and dad at Christmas and seeing wall-to-wall G.I. Joe Transformers. Everything you wanted in your Christmas wish book was there on the shelf. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was amazing. Yeah. And one of my cherished memories. I mean, I remember seeing Box Devastators a whole, a whole shelf wide. And, uh, you know, it's just not those days anymore. Yeah, I agree. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out, and I hope it doesn't turn out like last time. I remember back to a podcast where you and I, I believe I had went to Hastings and had a discussion with a manager, and she was like, oh yeah, we're going to get bought out, and we're going to restructure, mm-hmm. and now it's gone. So let's just hope better for Toys R Us. Well, Toys R Us is the last bastion. I mean, KB Toys. Gone. Gone. I mean, there was a great one in, in Jonesboro. It was still open when I was in college. I got a great a bunch of That G2 was the one in Indian Mall? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, in 90, 96, 97, it was still there. Probably closed in it was 99, there. It, it was there when It was there when I was in college, so yeah. post-98, post-99, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Um, and, and, of course, that's gone. Um, I, I would love to see Toys R Us stand the test of time. But uh, with Hastings gone and that kind of thing, yeah. it, it doesn't bode well. Yeah. So let, let's hope they can restructure the proper way and stay afloat as long as possible. Now, well, let's talk about something that did end. Deadpool and New Mutants are both wrapped. They're done. They're wrapped. They're they're wrapped. They may, of course, they're in they post. have time for reshoots yeah. and stuff like that. They're in post, but though. They're official principal filming, done. That's awesome. Man, 
It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Like, I really am pumped for Deadpool 2 to see, you know, I mean, we know we're getting Cable. But they're not just going to be like, and here's Cable. How are they going to play up that relationship? Yeah, how that's are they... really exciting to see. Well, are you also excited to see Deadpool 3, also known as the X-Force movie? That will be interesting. I mean, come on. X-Force would be awesome. Now, New Mutants. How do you think that's going to be received by the public? I mean, we're when, when, when we, we know we have Avengers, very popular characters, uh, maybe not 10 years ago when they first started, but do you think this New Mutants movie is something that could take off to where the public goes, who are these guys? And then all of a sudden, they end up loving them, and that takes off to a series? I mean... Well, or do you think, same, or do you think New Mutants is just something like this is a one-shot movie? Let's see how it does. It's the same as Deadpool. I mean, the general public w- was like, "Who is Deadpool?" Whatever. Well, I mean, I think Deadpool carried a lot more popularity than the New Mutants do. I understand that, but I mean, it's the same prospect. I mean, you're you're betting on the general public coming in to see. You know, they don't know what Deadpool is. Last time they heard Deadpool was a, a Dirty Harry movie. This uh, is true. This is true. New Mutants um, is going to be judged on the same basis as, like, The Runaways. The Runaways, um, when it comes out. And we don't know anything about... We know it's the Demon Bear story, which, if you unless you're a fan, you don't know what that is. It's all going to depend on the directing and how they address the story. Okay. All right. And uh, with the, X, the X-Force movie... Uh, it's going to be directed by Drew Goddard, who directed Cabin in the Woods. A really great movie. Yeah, I like Cabin in the Woods. Good good stuff there. Very good stuff. All right, and moving on, we have Benedict Cumberbatch is what? What's going on? <laughs> the so I watched the trailer for The Current War, and it's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, and it's uh, about Thomas Edison... And oh, the current yeah, war, current. Well, Westinghouse. Westinghouse. There you go. Yes. Yeah, it's about there, and it and it looked great. It absolutely yeah. looked great. Yeah. Oh, uh, Westinghouse um, actually back. Did Westinghouse back Edison, and then Tesla. Tesla is Tesla. Tes- Tesla's in the movie. Yeah. Okay, Tesla's going to be a part of this as well. Yeah. Are they going to actually show Tesla getting screwed over hardcore? <laughs> Well, I show him playing pool, so that's that's all you see at Tesla. He's in the proper position. So, Because, I, uh, I mean, as much glorification as we give Edison in our history books, Tesla was the man. I mean, if you've ever seen... Hey, if you want something entertaining to watch, go find the drunk history <laughs> about Nikola Tesla. Hamilton. I like the one about Hamilton. Nikola Tesla and Thomas Edison. That is a great one. I thought you were going to say The Prestige. I did watch The Prestige, by the way. Oh, good movie. Mm-hmm. Good movie. All right, so current war, Benedict Cumberbatch. Is now, going to play Thomas Edison. Uh, while I was looking at this, I stumbled across another part of the future that I am really excited about. What? There is the possibility that The Greatest American Hero is going to be rebooted as a TV show. What? Like the old TV show yes. with the guy in the William tights? William Cat looks like Kirk's son. Yes. He's a, he's a goofy superhero from uh, an alien suit. Yes. Uh, the, and they've already stated they're, they're rebooting it. It's going to be a female lead. 
She's going to have the suit. I don't care. I just want the theme song, and I want that goofy show. I will love this. I will give it a chance. I will watch the whole thing and then see maybe they should or should not watch season two. Is this but, is this sci-fi? Um, sci-fi I, don't, I don't know who the actual channel Cause, was. Because it sounds like sci-fi channel. I mean, not the... Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I have my... Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. I mean, I have my shows on sci-fi that I love, but this doesn't necessarily carry, you know, a quality product with it, if anybody's ever seen an episode of Greatest American Hero. It looks like they have a commitment from ABC. ABC? Really? Wow. Because it was on ABC originally. When yeah, yeah. ABC. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. All right. Greatest American Hero. Huh. Believe it or not. Oh my god. But a familiar face is coming back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Lance Hunter is coming back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Apparently this season. You'll have to inform Lance me. And the, uh, Nick, Nick Blood. He played uh, Lance Hunter on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Him and uh, Adrian Palicki, who played Mockingbird. Okay. Uh, were going to, well, left the show and were going to do the spinoff series Marvel's Most Wanted. And uh, they declined to pick up that series. So they were kind of stuck. Now, Adrian Palicki is now in uh, Orville, which premieres this weekend. Okay. So she is not coming back so far. They have not announced if she is or not. But Nick Nick Blood is as Lance Hunter. And, and I'm excited to see what They were two fan favorites like like I said, they were going to spin them out into their own show. Right. And now they're just going to bring them back. Yeah. Um, did, and that's it, the first it, thing I've heard about the next season of Agents of so, S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I, I want to see it. So do you think they were they were reaching to see what the, the public grasp was on, on, you know, another show added on and maybe they didn't get such good response so they're bringing them back into the fold? Well, if it was anything like what we've heard about Inhumans, uh, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> that, that's what I was kind of leading at, was, you know, maybe maybe Inhumans, and then they're like, oh, maybe we did better not branch out any farther. Yeah, in fact, if anybody watched the IMAX preview on the first of Inhumans, please uh, let us know. We, we didn't have the ability to see that here, uh, but the reviews have been terrible. Terrible. That's terrible. It's terrible. All right. Oh, what is next? Well, um, we have director problems over at Star Wars again. Colin Trevorrow dropped out of Episode Nine. So okay. we're we're back. To, it seems a recurring issue with Star Wars movies and directors. Um, though they did reach <laughs> out to uh, the director of Looper, who's doing Episode Eight. Uh, I think they reached out, but I don't remember what the comment was. I mean, there's always a possibility if, if the movie's well-received, they may offer it to him. Who knows? They could offer it to Ron Howard. <laughs> I did see that uh, there was an article that said George Lucas wants to direct one more. No! Film. No! Uh, yeah. No! The, you, well, you should have seen the comments. It was like everybody was doing the Facebook angry face <laughs> and was like, no, no, you like, you, <laughs> I see somebody, you keep your hands off her. Somebody call Irving Kirshner. I don't know. Oh, that was horrible. Oh, my goodness. Why Why do you think Star Wars movies have director issues? Obviously. Uh, the studio, Star Wars is, like, no property like before. I mean, it's just, it's liquid gold. It's You just put it on the shelf and you pour it out. Right. And people throw money at you. Yes. I yeah. mean, this is something that yeah, so why a company it like be Disney... Easy? 
Well, I mean, a company like Disney is going to make sure they're they're taking care that they're shepherding that process. You know, they don't give a flip. <laughs> they're no, this is going to be great. We're going yeah. to test this. We're going to make sure we have the best writers. We're going to drop money into this. We are going to make sure this movie. I mean, look at the Han Solo movie. They flat out fired those guys. Yeah. Like, no, this is not where we're going. See you later. We'll do it. We'll do it again. Yeah. And we'll get. And they so, went and got Ron so, Howard. So, I mean, this is a good thing. This is the fact that they are. They've said this is the bar. You must pass the bar in order to be this good to make a Star Wars film. And you think they're keeping a close enough eye on it that if it doesn't cut the mustard, you're out. Well, I mean, not just that. I mean, even J.J. Abrams himself, when he talked about when he was doing the uh, Star Trek movies, that how daunting doing something so uh, meaningful to everybody, including himself, uh, what, what doing a Star Wars movie, directing a Star Wars movie, would mean to someone. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's a monster, dude. It's staring down the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope it does a good job. Um, dude, something else I we uh, found out about today that I had just briefly heard about that I want to talk about in uh, the next couple of weeks in Hot Springs, Arkansas, there's going to be SpaCon. And this is just, I know it's a couple of weeks away, but I may be able to make it. My wife wants to go, which mm-hmm. is a good thing, which means we may be able to go. And they're going to have people from Stranger Things, <clears throat> Barb. Barb. Barb will be there, and the uh, Twin Peaks people will be there as well, as Laura Palmer will be there, and Audrey will be there from... Will she be wrapped in plastic? I don't know. She may. But we'll see. I'm definitely looking forward. Uh, I want to go to this one. They had a really cool hat, and I didn't get it today, so I'm going to make sure I go there... So I can get it, because I love collecting hats. You think we could have a damn fine cup of coffee with Laura Palmer? Damn fine cup of coffee. All right, let's get there, man. Let, let's let's talk about some local haul, because... Oh, gosh. You go for... I have to sort. Well, well, well. Like I said, uh, I wasn't able to get a ton, because it was the wife and I for the first time at a con. And we splurged, and we did autographs and pictures with Ernie Hudson, and... I did uh, selfies with Chuck Huber, as long with autographs and uh, 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 prints with Android 17. But what I did pick up was pretty awesome. I think you said, even, uh, why do you have those? Those should be mine. <laughs> I got Doctor Strange issues 14 and 16, and I believe these are two of them. In which you had told me the story about how these aren't Doctor Strange and Dracula. Well, that's not. I mean, yeah, but it's not the. It's not the story um, where he bans right, him or yeah. whatever. Oh wow! Either way, I got Doctor Strange fourteen and sixteen. I then went. I'll, I'll save one of these for last. But I went to our good friend Randy at Collectors Paradise, and let me tell you, he had. Buy one, get one free boxes. And this was just, you know, buy one, find one of equal or lesser value, free. And dude, I walked away with two books that I am so excited to have. I got uh, Amazing Spider-Man 
529, first appearance of Iron Spider. That was the one I paid for. Because the one of lesser value that is in great condition, Amazing Spider-Man 301. Now, it's not a Spider-Man 300, but dude, 301 is one I do not have that I was so glad to get. And finally, uh, Mario's Comics, where I picked up the first two Doctor Strange. He had one more that I uh, I paid a little much for, you know, uh, a little bit. And I'd said I was going to get a good book. I'd said I was looking for something. I got Amazing Spider-Man 56. This cover is so awesome. It shows the Daily Bugle on the front. Spidey joins Doc Ock. And, oh, I love it. It's not, you know, it's not no 9.0 condition or anything. But this is a book that I have wanted for a long time. And I was finally glad I was able to add that to my collection. Now, what is it about that issue? I just love this cover. It, it just, I mean, Doc Ock is That's one of my... Doc Ock is one of my favorite bad guys in Spider-Man. And this is just really awesome. Now, as you are seriously stacking through comics that, ladies and gentlemen, he... They are, it, it's a stack of comics that's 14 to 16 inches tall, no doubt. And he's sitting here trying dollar to. Books, dollar he, books. Yeah, dollar books that he was gushing about the fact that they were $1. He was like, oh my God, these are amazing. So I will let Rick describe his plethora of books he found. Well,. Uh, as you know, I've been on a John Byrne tear. Um, really? I have. You, you like John Byrne? A little bit. I mean, does anybody listening know that Ricky likes John Byrne? No. Castlevania is a good game, my, I heard. <laughs> and uh, Marvel. I like Marvel. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have a local haul from this week already because I visited Collector's Paradise and snagged a bunch of Fantastic Four. They had a... Uh, two in one, uh, uh, buy one get one free sale, and I got a bunch of John Byrne Fantastic Four I needed. Uh, I'll be posting those at some point. Uh, but I finished up my John Byrne run of Alpha Flight with number twenty-seven. I got both uh, John Byrne issues of Amazing Spider-Man I was looking for, uh, one eighty-nine and two hundred six. Some Todd McFarlane Spider-Man for a good price. Astonishing Tales with Deathlock. Deathlock's one of my favorite characters. Right. From when I was young. Uh, some uh, more John Byrne Champions, which a run I'm trying to complete. Uh, some Doctor Strange, a and this is a, this amazes me, and because I haven't looked at uh, how much it is these days, but a couple of wall books I used to see all the time in my days going to a comic book store when I was younger. Right, Havoc and Wolverine, the Prestige Format series Meltdown, all four issues, which like I said, these were wall books. For a dollar a piece. These are by Walter Simonson and Louise Simonson. Wow. I don't know what happened there, but um, I'm happy to have them. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I've never read that series, so... Of course, that may be one of those... I don't know. <laughs> you're going to read it, and you're like, oh. Yeah. And then uh, John Byrne Iron Fist. John Byrne Marvel Premiere Iron Fist. Uh, Marvel Spotlight Deathlock. Or Deathlock. A uh, bunch of Marvel team-up. Deathlock. Uh, the, mostly the entire John Byrne run of... Marvel team up 50, 59, 60, 63 with uh, Iron Fist, 64, 67, 
Good lord. 75, 76. All these are a dollar. Every That's amazing. one of them. That's awesome. Uh, Marvel 2-in-1 with John Byrne. Some Serpent Crown Saga. Ghost Rider. A team-up. Some Frank Miller. Uh, oh, nice. That, issue. that is awesome. Some Marvel Universe issues. And, of course, my favorite of late, Marvel Supernatural Thrillers. I picked up number four <laughs> and seven to add to the collection. And Ooh. the What If number 31, Spider-Man had kept his cosmic powers uh, with a... Signed and with a, a sketch by Sam De La Rosa on on the cover. A that, Venom. That is just awesome. That is really incredible. Yeah, one of the best hauls I've ever had because it was so cheap. Yeah, you you walked away with like I said, foot tall stack of books for a great price. Just a really good con. I I had a blast. I mean, we we went into this one a, a little nervous because you know first panel. We walked in and looked around, and I was just like, the whole time I was looking around, I was like, oh, yeah, but can't get too engrossed in something, can't dig through any boxes, got a, got a panel coming up, got a panel coming up, and it was nice, because that gave us time to, you know, go stand in line early on when literally no one was there, and got to meet Chuck Huber, and turned around and flipped the line, and got to meet Ernie Hudson, who is just incredible, you know. Standing there in line, you get to see that, you know, you forget that he was in The Crow. He was in The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. He was in so many great movies, and he, dude, he doesn't age. Other than a little bit of gray, he could go out and throw on the proton. You know, proton. it's funny you say that, he because, like, on... he looked, I think he looked a little older, like, so in Ghostbusters 2, where the train scares him, and he's like, oh, and yeah. they make him look old. He looks <laughs> older in that than he does in live, in person. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, just just an incredibly nice guy, and it was fun. I mean, uh, I don't know if we stated, but this, this podcast will be a little condensed. We're doing this at my house. We're uh, doing it a little on the fly, and... I'm just excited. I mean, I don't have a uh, have you seen it or anything. I hope to see it soon. Maybe later today. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I've been getting uh, from the YouTubers I watch. The reviews on it have been just off the charts. Yeah, it's like, already broke box office. Like, like truly terrifying movie that pe- people haven't been this scared of a movie in a long long time so i'm hoping to get out there and find that hype get to see that movie so rick if you have nothing else uh you can find me at maynard 98 on twitter you can find both of us on twitter at not so southern g's you can find me at ricky westbrook on twitter you can search not so southern gentleman on facebook dude but- we're, we're doing so great on facebook we are doing so great on facebook Whatever you're doing out there, whoever's listening, keep doing it. We appreciate it. It is incredible. Keep sharing with your friends. Keep doing what you're doing because we appreciate every single one of you so much. Ah, for a Not So Southern Gentleman, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. Y'all have a great one.